Uh, guys, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, welcome yeah. to those of you watching on Twitch. Welcome to those of you who will be listening to this on the podcast. It is great to see you. Great to have you. Great to have you in our ears. <clears throat> and great for us to be in yours. Hope it's not too uncomfortable. But <clears throat> it's me, Pete, here. Flexi's here. Straight Jacket Jim's here. Uh, and um, just before we dive into some of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight, guys, 12 Games of Christmas is fanging along. It is mm, absolutely fanging. How good are the brand reveals at the moment? Can I just go through some of the brand reveals with you guys? And what I'm going no, to please. do is, if please. you're watching this on Twitch, I'm going to add, oh, excuse me, a cheeky little window capture mm-hmm. so I can show the people watching. Those of you who are listening right now, you'll be fine. You'll be so fine uh, in terms of just listening and enjoying and just having the best time just listening and enjoying right now. Some ASMR. This has turned into a bit of an ASMR stream. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've just, I'm just getting it up now. Of course, I'm talking um, about... Yet, yeah, no, I'm talking about... Uh, the 12 Games of Christmas stuff. Thank you very much. There we go. Okay. Heading mm. over to GameOnnels.com, where it all is. Oh, there's the Cyberpunk 2077 review. And here we are with how to share in $5,000 worth of prizes with Go With This Christmas. <clears throat> PLE Computers, Wizards of the Coast, 2K, EPOS, EA, Pentanet, ID at Xbox, Alienware... Guys, drum roll, please, because I am yet to reveal the next one, the next big one. Usually I reveal it every day at 5 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time across all of our socials. I haven't revealed it just yet. Are you telling us you were pressed for time or something today there, Pete? I was pressed for time or something today there. Ah. So I'm going to reveal it for you now. I'm going to do it at the same time that I announce it to Twitter. I think that might be acceptable. You're acceptable. I'm down for that. <laughs> You're the second person to tell me that today. The other one was not my wife. But it doesn't matter because <laughs> I try. Were they attractive anyway? Uh, it was the cat. Oh, fair enough. Yep. That's a picky man. Oh, hang on. Cosmos has come back with this fact. Uh, what is uh, it? Owo is an ancient Grag... Grak, sorry, ancient Greek deity in art, so it would not be out of place to question art with the phrase oh, oh what's this? Huh? What just happened? I I think we just got trolled. Mm. Oh, whoa. Happened before? Um... All right, here we go. Yeah, the cool. next, next one is... Bethesda Game Studios and Fall Guys. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. Oh, that's awesome. the stuff. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Bethesda and Fall Guys are twofer. Here we go with brand number nine. Mm. And a few days in, 
Damn! These brands look fine. <laughs> uh, you looking like the kind of brand I'd take back and show my mama. <clears throat> with, let's see. With a drop. With the drop of a tweet, we present the perfect pair. Mm. From our good, good friends, Fall Guys, and those who rip and tear. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, we didn't know. From our good friends who fall. Guys. Welcome, Fall Guys, and Bethesda. To the 12 games of Christmas. Comp opens. Ah, I've run out of room. There's not enough there's not enough characters in a tweet. They up they upped it from 140 to 280, didn't they? Yeah, and there's still not enough characters in a tweet. I think at that point you go to email. Well they've got that that tweet longer or whatever it is that just splits it up i don't know I don't, i'm not a big twitter head i just i just look at pretty pictures of what other people do on twitter hey, you're tweet not longer a, there it is not a twitter you reflex well um guys all right show of hands who here has ordered paid for and is ready for delivery on cyberpunk preloaded Yep. Um, straight, have you? I've got it ordered. Um, I need to pick it up on the way home from work tomorrow. It'll be my hot little hand. Yeah. Mm. That is a hot hand. Um, After you got it fixed, didn't even. Pretty good. I'm yet to purchase and pre-order. Bruh, what? I haven't done a thing yet. Mm. Bruh. Yeah, I, I pre-ordered it. Well. I pre-ordered it back in February when I got my final payout from when I lost my job because I knew I wouldn't have money now. <laughs> Uh, that, was, that, that worked out well because I've got the game and still no money but yes <laughs> um, but yeah definitely definitely ready to go are we excited are we uh, trepidatious are we nervous what What are we I mean so far so good there's a few reviews out there that have been a little bit iffy um, but that's to be expected I think this is this is one of those games where um, it's like, I, I kind of get the feeling that you're the cool guy in the room if you can drop a review that isn't a masterpiece 10 out of 10, all guns blazing, everything glowing, you know what I mean? Like, I, like I, I kind of get the feeling there'll be some reviewers out there who will take the route of, I'm going to pick this thing apart because mm. I don't want to be the one dropping... Yet another, this is a masterpiece 10 out of 10. It's one of those games where I feel like the hype is there. We've seen so much. There's so, so much in this game to actually do that it's it's kind of like, where do you pick it apart? And I, I want, if we're, if he's the, he's the bloke who bloody wrote the review for us, Zulu, if Zulu's floating around, I want him in here. I want him talking about this. Because he reviewed it for GameOnOz.com, and I need his brain 
around this stuff. I need to pick it apart in terms of how he actually reviewed this game. Because for me, it seems like we've got 50 years of play ahead of us with this bloody game by the sounds of things. Natty just made a really good point. I think those reviewers are enjoying getting doxxed. What's doxxed mean? Uh, when all your personal documents get leaked onto the internet for everyone to pitchfork you. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be completely open and honest with everyone. I didn't know about this game until about two years ago when someone at my old job mentioned it. I was like, what the hell cyberpunk? Because I, I wasn't a big fan of The Witcher. I'm going to be honest. I, I wasn't. The Witcher 3, to me, I could pick it up, put it down, and be done with it. The TV series was great. But I'm, uh, I'm a big FPS player. People who know me and know my channel and know what I do, I play FPS games most of the time. And I can tell you now that from what I've seen, this is going to fill the gap in the desire I have for Grand Theft Auto 6. Because I'm waiting for Grand Theft Auto 6, but from what I've seen from this... Oh, I don't know what to think yet. I don't know what to think. I'm excited. I'm ready to play it. I'm a graphics person. I'm not going to say... I enjoy good graphics. I've seen what they've done. Just the, the words, the excitement, it's leaking out of me. Straight. See, I, I'm one of those ones that, like... I tend not to go and look research something too much because I'll, I'll say, that looks cool. I want to make my own opinions. And so since I like, I'm, I'm a bit like your reflex, I didn't find out until a couple of years ago when mm. like early this year, I've been hearing good stuff. I watched a couple of trailers and went, yeah, that looks cool. I'll put it in mm. order on that. There'll be lots of people playing it. There'll be lots of people Absolutely. to talk about it with. And yeah, then I haven't really had a look at too much since then. <laughs> but, um, but it just... After reading Zulu's review, the wonderful yeah. Mr. Royce, he's, uh, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be an amazing game. It's going to be a good-looking game. A um, little bit disappointed it's not going to get that Series X upgrade until next year, but I'm sure it'll still look good in, uh, it's still going to be Xbox One quality, so it's going to be 4K mm. anyway, so mm. it'll be nice and uh, nice and shiny. And, yeah, just looking forward to jumping in and seeing what's going on. Hey, Zulu. Hey, Zulu. Hello, oh, Mike. Oh, no, we got Mike. We're good. How are Hello. you, good sir? Good, good, good. How are we all? Yeah, we're going yeah, well, mate. No, we're just excited. Discussing the obvious. Uh, <laughs> That's good. The now, weather? Mate, the, I, I have so many questions because you wrote the review. Um, mm. And the review is live right now. If you're watching on Twitch, you'll be able to see us just sort of scrolling through it. Um, if you're listening to this, it's live at gamemodels.com. Um Mate, I, I, I'd like to know, and I don't know what questions you can answer, but how long have you actually had the game? How many hours? Well, let's start with how long have you had the game? I got the code a week ago. So that was, okay. what, Tuesday morning? It came through at stupid o'clock. Mm. So obviously I had to wait until, you know, I woke up, oh, here's my Cyberpunk code, then I could down, then I had to wait to, for it to download and install and all that sort of fun stuff. Right. How many hours have you sunk into it? According to GOG.com, I have sunk 65 hours and 56 minutes into it. And you only got it a week okay. ago? Yeah. 
Where the hell do you find 65 hours in a week to play? Yeah. Oh, good God. That's Multitasking. And this is why you want a uh, multi-core CPU so I can do lots of things at once. That's insane. Um, so 65 hours in, is that more hours since you've published the review? Yeah, or... yeah. So, yeah, what happened was I, I played the game through and got, I think I was at 45 when I published the review, and that was including getting to the end of the story yep. and doing a few of the side quests to go, okay, these are what the side quests like, ah, got to write the review, get it filed. So I finished the review about three hours before the embargo lifted. So there was a lot of coffee involved that day. Mate, Were you rushing go, go the story? Sorry, yeah, was was that a were you pushing to get there because you knew you had a deadline to get the reviewer, or was that was that just a, a casual? That's what you'd expect the time frame to be for anyone else to play. Oh no, that was me rushing it. I'm the sort of person who's like, oh, I'm going to go and do this side quest and this side quest. What's over here? What's this interesting thing? I'm going to read all the little collectibles you can find in the world. That that's how I normally play. So okay. this is me basically powering through the main quest okay. with right. special guest appearance by a few of the side quests. And I'm glad I did because some of them are basically not so much side quests as uh, an aside to the main quest, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have so, read that. There yeah, so like that. certainly a lot of that. So I'm currently doing the playthrough for me now where I'm playing it the way I want and going through and reading everything and exploring every door that'll open and uh, going through all the conversation options and all that sort of fun stuff. You're not going to wait till tomorrow with the rest of us and play it through with the rest of us. Why would I do that? <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that with peasants. Um, I know. So, look, you, uh, God, I don't even know where to start in terms of questions that I've got for you. But um, you gave this a rating of essential. You didn't actually give this a number rating. Um, Correct. And we've been discussing as a team, you know, the, the sort of the trajectory that games should be going in terms of the way that they're reviewed. And I mentioned this to the guys earlier um, that. I feel like a game such as Cyberpunk 2077, without having played it, but having seen and read all the reviews and all of that, um, would be a, like I, I almost kind of feel like we're past numbers. When you know, because like the games just keep on getting better. So how how do you actually, if you were to give this a number score, what number score would you give it if you were to give it one? It's a hypothetical. And how would you arrive at that conclusion in comparison to other games that you've rated highly? We could spend a whole podcast on that, you know. Well, let's do it, because we have a whole podcast to fill. (laughs) The short version is, I would say, it would get a 10 out of 10 from me. And before everybody goes, oh my God, that means it's perfect, because it's not. And if you read the review, you'll know I spent quite a bit of time saying, here are the things that are not perfect. But... It does everything it said it would do. It is a great game. It's a great experience. And it is an experience. It's not just, hey, here's a pretty cool game. It's There's a lot in there. All the systems come together well. It's basically up there with Red Dead 2 as, I think, one of the best games that I've ever played, certainly. I don't, I don't want to say one of the best games of all time because I haven't done the proper playthrough where I can go and do it my way and explore everything. But... Based on what I've seen so far, it's certainly up there with Red Dead 2 and uh, AC Valhalla as well as just excellent, outstanding game. Wow. That's, yes. that's a real endorsement right there. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a fan of numbers, though, because all that happens is people look at the numbers and rage and say, what do you mean to him? Why didn't you make this go to 11? Why didn't you 
invent a special scale just for this game why that I want to like. Spinal tap this thing. Exactly. Or it's people going, but how dare you not have a problem with all these weird things that I have a problem with? Well, the thing, that I, kinda, these... the thing that I kind of find interesting with, you know, these, these reviews is that how do you, like, it, the scale has to change over time, right? Like, like, as games get better and then you retrospectively look at games from the past, do you kind of go, well, those games over time, their scores would have to change or do you acknowledge that they were good for their time? I'm very much the they were good for their time. If you take something like the OG Fallout way back in the mid early 90s, that was a perfect 10 in my book. I mean, you look at it now and go, what the hell is this? You know, ew, isometric graphics, ew, 2D, ew, no rendering. But for 1990, I want to say six, that was 10 out of 10 perfect, as good as it gets. Same as the original Grand Theft Auto. You look at it now and it looks like some random mobile game. But back at the time, it was groundbreaking. No one had done anything even remotely like it before. Mm. And it held up, and it held up for years as, as a fantastic game. So, yeah, I'm very much that the score is... The scores don't change. They're, they're a snapshot of the game in time. That's why I'm not updating the review I'm doing with the, the, the new information that's come to light for my second playthrough, because that review represents my views on the game as I played it, as I you know, basically finished the review three hours before embargo lifted but i'm happy to revisit it with a separate story if that makes sense yeah right this is incredible i like because like how how far how far through the game over four over 60 odd hours do you think you are actually oh i've i reckon i'm probably it's it's hard because i've finished the main storyline and then i'm going back and doing other stuff and then i'm replaying so I got to the end of the story. Now, I didn't like the ending I got, and I won't go through any spoilers because that's not but, fair. Yep. Yeah, no, but I'm very much no spoilers. But the ending I got, I, I'm still not sure how to take, but I am reliably informed that there are multiple endings. So my initial assertion, you know, oh, that's that's how this is going to play out, is it isn't necessarily how the game ends. It's the ending I got from powering through in as fast as I could to get to the credit screen so I could write the review if that makes sense yeah that makes sense okay I've yeah. got a I got two questions um first one is how uh I, I did read this somewhere else so you can play the game as much as like a douchebag as you like or you could be as nice as you like is that, that is correct there, there is the option to be a real dick or you could actually take the friendly, lovey-dovey, warm-hearting option where you don't shoot the guy in the face and so you give him a hug and walk off. Look, I, I alluded to it in, in the review with like the, the conversation options not seeming to make a lot of difference. Okay. Like, I noticed there were times when I had the option to be an absolute dick to someone or be chill and let it go, and I still got the same result at the end of the conversation whether I've made an archy comment or being chill and let it go. Although, obviously, there were some cases where being a dick meant combat would start. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I didn't feel... It wasn't like, say, Fallout or Pillars of Eternity or something where, you know, it's all very nuanced and, you know, the, the conversation can go different ways. But, but, but again, like I said, I had to power through it pretty much, go through, and I replayed a couple of the conversations just as a, a revisiting exercise to test the hypothesis. But I, I don't know where the decision points in the game are, so I don't know which conversations being a dick matters and which ones they don't, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, and last question. Um, 
Did you come across any immersion slash game breaking bugs like people standing in the corner in the classic, you know, developers T pose where their arms are out and not interacting or people would hand you something and then the item comes across or anything like that? Nothing major. Uh, there were a few performance issues before the, the midway patch came out. Okay. Uh, and there were, uh, I mentioned in the review things like occasionally the odd NPC would you know, glide across the floor moonwalking style instead of uh, walking, but they were very minor. And I'm pretty forgiving of a lot of that stuff, especially okay. for a massive game like this that's still not released. You know, again, the thing I've got to keep in mind is I'm not playing the game that all our friends out there on the internet will be playing at you know midnight, tonight mm -hmm. you know, 12 at 1am when the game comes out i was playing the early version so um, you know when you factor that in i didn't encounter any massive game breaking bugs that were making me say no this is unplayable how dare they it was okay, no, well, no worse than a bethesda game basically i guess that guy's one of natty's comments uh he's getting the shit doxed out of him because one guy tore it to strips he said he was on the PC version and he would be walking into bars and everyone would be standing there and all kinds of stuff and i'm sitting there going this doesn't sound like your hard drive or memory's in good shape. Like, no, it sounds like you've got other problems. You really need an NVMe SSD to get the most out of the game. The, the load times are insane. I mean, I'm running a, a Western Digital uh, you know, NVMe SSD, and we are talking lightning fast, you know, Xbox Series X loading speeds. Yeah. The There is an option in the menu to turn on slow HDD. So if, you, if you're still running spinners... You can play the game, but you know it's it's going to be slower. So sorry, spinners. Uh, hard mechanical drive. hard drive. Mechanical, mechanical hard drive on the platters, Yes. So yeah, so that that's the, the main thing there. And as with computers, what works perfectly for one person just absolutely will not work for somebody cool. else at all. So I I absolutely believe some people had massive game breaking bugs. I didn't have any, but that doesn't mean the game doesn't have any, just as it doesn't mean the game's full of them, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Alright. Uh, I can't think of anything else for now. Straight, you got uh, No, I'm just, I'm excited to play it when I get it. Like, yeah. Just read it. I read a couple of spoiler-free reviews because I appreciate that, Zuli. Thank you so much for that. And yeah, I'm just excited for what people are saying about it. And having played at Valhalla recently, and if it's getting compared to that, then I'm super happy. Absolutely. The thing I've been trying to stress to everybody is it is just a game. And I don't mean just as an the video <gasps> don't game. You I mean, dare. How could you? <laughs> but, but as I noted in the room, I mean, this thing's had a hype train running on for like as long as I've been writing about video games for, for major websites in Australia. It's always been in the background, cyberpunk, cyberpunk, cyberpunk. So when you've had, you know, what is it like, you know, realistically, it's been five or six years of, you know, there's a game coming, this is what it looks like, you can play it. There are expectations from people. So some people are going to be disappointed when the game basically isn't the panacea for everything that's wrong with the world and is it doesn't blind them with its perfection but it is still an outstanding and amazing game and you know if you take a step back if it had been you know, dropped with the same level of hype as say ac valhalla we'd all be going oh my god this is incredible so you know i, I don't think it should be treated any differently just because it's got a lot of hype because it stands up on its own merits as a solid game um I, i've got a very shallow question to ask <clears throat> How, How long did you fiddle with the genitalia settings for? I honestly didn't. Seriously? Honestly didn't the first time round. 
<laughs> but the second Come time, on. Come on. <laughs> no, I, I am serious. I, I spent all this time making my character, realized I created somebody who looked like Justin Timberlake, went, you know what, I've, you know, I've got to get on with this review rather than spending all day creating an amazing character. And it wasn't until much later on in the proceedings I realized there was actually an option to fiddle around with the genitalia. Right, okay. So when you realize that there was that option, okay... Can you do, like I don't know how far you played with it, but can you can you stretch it? Can you make it as big as you? No, want? it's not customizable. There's preset. There's, there's three. Sorry, four preset options. Yeah. You've got off, so your character's always wearing underwear. Uh huh. You've Damn. got uh, penis length, one circumcised, one un- uncircumcised, what? and you've got a vagina. Those are your options, and you can change the pubic hair too if you, if if you really want to. You know, you can have different styles. You have a Brazilian or a landing strip or a love heart. Yes, or landing strip. I mean, push. sorry, go on. How accurate is it? What do you mean? Like the the like the so say for example you go. <laughs> sorry, this, this is my kind of question. I'm sitting here going, "Come on, get it out, get it out." <laughs> say for example, the question, like, not the thing. You go the sorry. My wife's just walked in, and I'm about to say. Say for example, you go for the uncircumcised option. <laughs> Um, how accurate is it in terms of like, like have they gone to the, to the length, pardon the pun, of really defining what it is that you're looking at? It is unmistakably a set of male genitals which have been circumcised. The, to, to be honest, in the, in the playthrough I did, there, there are, like when I say graphic sex, it's softcore porn level sex scenes in the game. Mm. And there's plenty of, you know, plenty of naked breasts and stuff, but there was no point where I saw anybody's genitals, like even playing the game. So it's basically a vanity thing, I think. Like, you as the player know, I've given my character, you know, Long Dong Silver here. And that's really (laughs) just something for you to know, to to know and have in the back of your mind and just go, mmm, as you're playing. Long Dong Silver, it's great. Is there an um, option to change the ball size so I can make it close to as humanly possible as me with <laughs> all balls and no shaft? It's not a Saints Row game. Damn it. Well, that's me out. Sorry, guys, refunding. <laughs> Jokes aside, though, the, the, your character customization is ridiculously detailed, and just to try and li- lift this ever so slightly out of the gutter, your the um, character details are very, very detailed. You can do makeup. Uh, you can do lipstick, you can put different scars and things you want on your face. You can have nail polish. It's a bizarre amount of work considering it's a first-person game and you pretty much never see your character except for a few sequences when you either engage the camera mode, which looks amazing, by the way, or look in mirrors. Yeah, right. Wow. Okay. Um, you mentioned in your review, like, it will, however, entertain you, surprise you, and make you think too. What do you mean? The, the entertain is get, you know, you get that. Surprise, sure. What do you mean by make you think? There's a lot of interesting, I guess, not so much philosophical, but thought-provoking points in the game. And again, I don't want to spoil anything or give any of the major plot beats away. But a broad theme of, of cyberpunk generally is basically the idea about, you know, what is it to be human in a world when you can basically go, well, my arm sucks. I'm going to replace it with a Terminator arm. Or, you know, my eyesight sucks. Cyborg laser eyes! Right. So there's a lot of that. And the game goes a little just a bit beyond about the, hey, everybody's got a robot arm thing. So there's some really good points in there. Uh, there, Again, not a spoiler, but there's, for example, uh, when you're hanging around in a waiting room or a lift somewhere, 
there's a TV chat show that's got uh, a cybernetic enhancement enthusiast and um, like a religious leader debating the, I guess, the moral and spiritual implications of cyberware implants. There's just there's a lot of that sort of stuff in there if you want to go looking for it. You know, in between the you know neon '80s you know lights and terrible fashion and gunfire and blood. There, there is some some wider points to be made about, and basically, you know, if we stop giving a shit and let people have whatever they want, look what happens to society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So one of the one of the big things that came out of it, and of course we all remember, you're breathtaking from uh, from the display a few years ago. So Keanu yeah. Reeves has been built up a a whole heap in this. Like, so what sort of a performance did he give? Is it is it an interesting one? Is it like? Yeah, what are your impressions of that? I think he was perfectly cast. Look, I'm a fan of Keanu Reeves. I like his work. He he does an excellent job of playing this aging rocker who's sort of realised the world's moved on and doesn't totally understand what's going on. But at the same time, he's it, it's still Keanu Reeves, and it is sometimes hard to look past the "Oh my God, Keanu Reeves" thing <laughs> to you know, so you know to think about the, the character he, he's portraying as well as just the fact that Keanu Reeves being you know very good at being Keanu Reeves. I like okay. the Bill and Ted reference there, by the way. Um, one one question I thought of, and I don't know if anybody else has uh, felt this, just because you mentioned again in the review that makes you think things, you know, there'll be moments where you're going, huh. I personally thought all of the trailers, uh, like, you know, gameplay trailers, tech demo trailers, everything, obviously they weren't trying to tell a story, I found that all of those are really good, but then this morning, for those of you who haven't seen it, the official release trailer, that was the first time I'd watched a trailer for this game and actually felt like there's something in there, like like a story with meaning. Like, is is that a similar feeling you had throughout the game? That it, oh, okay. <laughs> What, is, is that a similar feeling you had playing through the game, understanding the story and all that stuff? Or did you kind of just go, nah, bugger it, get the review out, and then go and see if I feel that through the playthrough, the second playthrough? Oh, no, no, there are definitely things in the game that made me think and made me you know, have an emotional connection with the characters and what was going on. And that was what surprised me so much, was I was sort of expecting a, a vibrant neon 80s-themed murder time, fun time with you know extra robots and lasers. That and is exactly what I thought too. Yeah, no, no, there is some... Re- I was really surprised with some of the depth of the emotional connections that, that came up in the game and just moments, and again, no spoilers, but just moments that... I was not expecting that made me go, I'm actually feeling something here. You know, not just beyond, whoa, look, you know, I, I leapt my laser motorbike over an exploding fuel tank and got my Terminator exactly. on that. It was exactly did yeah. you have have you seen the launch trailer from this morning? No, honestly, I've been trying to get some sleep out. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um so for those of you that haven't, it's two minutes long and it really does portray an essence of uh feeling like you're actually going to be going through a journey that you're going to remember like it, it really does i i've probably watched it six or seven times now no joke and i showed my wife as well and she's not a big gamer she plays dota underlords and angry birds on her ipad that's about as much as she plays and she watched that trailer and goes huh if that were a movie i would go and see that and probably watch it a few times like the trailer really does tell a story in two minutes that they haven't done yet it's really good do you want to do you want to have a look like we're on we're on twitch um and obviously if you're listening to this via podcast 
uh, you, yeah. you'll be able to hear what's going on. So let's yeah, play it for them for sure. Yeah. Let's, let's have a look. Test of a person's true value. Death. Facing. Staring it down. Uh, Johnny. I got you. Precious tanky. It's neurogenic shock. He's dying. V, you in there? Ah, my head. So what now? You find out what it is you need to do. A thing of beauty, I know. You've never backed down from anything in your life. Even when you maybe should have. You go through Night City, knowing a stray bullet could end you while hailing a cab. But that's never stopped you from taking action. You believe you cheated death. It is death that has cheated you. If you gotta kill, kill. If you gotta burn it all to the ground, then let it burn. Tell me! On the ground, asshole! Don't move! Out of my house! No! Rather live in peace as Mr. Nobody, or go down for all times in a blaze of glory. Please, if that doesn't get you excited, eh? Yeah, that's and, like, I think the, and that's what the game looks like too. Like that actually looks like that when you are playing it. That is what it looks like on my computer. That's extraordinary. Like that, I know what you mean there, Flexi, about actually getting a first real serious sense of this has a plot mm. and a, it's, you know, it's a story. Um, I think the scene that did it for me there was when the music was playing and then you saw all the characters looking back at you smiling. Like, you know, you've done good or you've done good by them or you're doing well. Like it gives you a sense of accomplishment and you haven't even played the game yet, mm. but it feels like you're part of something already in two minutes that blows the last seven years out of the water like the the facial animations are amazing and like i mentioned in the review it's not like say the last of us too but they feel like real people they communicate with with you when you're talking with their face you know as you say you feel you know i've helped these people i've done something good or i've pissed this person off Mm. but even when the characters are communicating non-verbally like you know there's a scene where somebody you ask a question and it it looks right it's someone going And you just know from their body language that's what they're saying. It's not like a, a computer going, initiate shrug mode, eh. shrug, go to 20, and shrug mode. <laughs> hey, um, one of the things that I heard like a, a little while ago was that, um, was that, that, you know, like every building's accessible, every floor is accessible in every building every door you can open there's there's quests throughout the entire thing like is that is that the case or no it's not like that i mean it's the world is big and you can wander into a lot of buildings but no it's not 
the sort of mass of everything has a quest behind it. Mm. But I also found that it didn't feel like I had a lot of, you know, I didn't find any insurmountable waist-high fences I couldn't get over or, you know, just invisible glass walls. It was, you know, doors were just locked, but they were doors you'd expect to be locked. There there was, it it didn't feel like the game was saying, oh, no, you're not supposed to be here, shoot. Mm, Okay. There's still a heap of content in there. Did you try and get to the edge of the map? Like, did you, like, how far did you get? I, I did get up to the edge of the map, but again, in the interest of avoiding spoilers, I will leave it to everybody to find out for themselves oh, what happens when you try that. Something, something. All right. Giant earth sharks come out of the ground and bite you. <laughs> I knew it. What I will say is that the sections out, because the game's not totally set in that urban environment. It looks amazing, but there's quite a few missions set out in the Badlands, and I got serious Fallout vibes from that, but in a good way. Like, what if the world of Fallout hadn't been nuked to hell? And I think the the world of Cyberpunk is very much like what it would have ended up like, but without all the retro 50s and the cool robots and stuff. That's cool. But just, just being out there going, wow, this, you know, okay, this is actually pretty cool. How customizable are the cars? And the, like the cars, the bikes, like, are we talking to um, Grand Theft Auto meets Need for Speed? degree customizable or or have they done enough as far as i could tell they weren't customizable at all you can buy better cars that you can then summon from your garage or you can just steal them off people but i didn't see an option to go and do like a grand theft auto or you know mafia 2 type thing where you go and tune your car and customize it and fiddle with it so what Do you recommend a, well, I guess race or, uh, which which one do you recommend to start on your first playthrough? It's a good. I, I've tested all three of the of the the starts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect your character. It's a storytelling device. So for the the review one, I went with the corporate background playthrough, and I got a really cool little intro mission that was very appropriate to that sort of character. But they or basically all three of them have uh, a level or two at the start to give you some back idea of what your character's background and their life is like and then they all basically come together at sort of the intro point where you the, the game starts if that makes sense okay so, so there's a uh, prologue of sorts per... yeah, that's exactly right look of the three of them they're all excellent so i you're not I'm, really helping me here <laughs> i like the nomad one the best but okay. that's you know, it's like saying, you know, well, I like this very expensive ice cream marginally better than this also very expensive ice cream. Still not helping, but okay. No. Gotcha. No, all three of the intros <laughs> are very good in their own way. They perfectly match up with what you'd expect their character background to be. Now I just want ice cream. Um, we got a tweet here that's come through. Yeah. This is off the back of your review uh zulu and it says awesome review can't wait that lack of urgency on supposed urgent quests sounds exactly like ghost of tsushima quick hurry my uncle has been kidnapped and probably tortured does side quest chasing a fox first so like is it is it as you say like it you know it's time sensitive but it's not time sensitive and is it a is it the sort of thing where you forgive it because you go well at the end of the day it's a game 
that's exactly what it is it is exactly of that you know this is urgent and you must do this right now or horrible things will happen and as i note in the review well, i'm going to go and do this and sell these guns i bought and maybe get some new clothes oh this looks interesting what's over here just do a quick side gig and we're gonna have a little nap in the game now i'll go and deal with the super urgent thing and everybody's like oh thank god you're here when you walk in like it's been a couple of minutes and not two days of in-game time and you just let it slide because <laughs> it's a game and it's one of the tropes that you we just sort of accept that i mean the last time anybody tried a game where basically if you don't do stuff as you're supposed to you miss out was i think blade runner back in like nine, in the late 90s and it was as frustrating as all hell because you'd end up missing out on things because you're doing something else and it's realistic but it's not fun hmm. um hey we've we've got five more minutes before we hand things over to lukey bangers um you finish your review with you should absolutely take the earliest available opportunity to explore night city and everything it has to offer from the visuals to the music to the vibe it's a superb experience and one i'm looking forward to spending a lot more time with so um epic review mate and an incredible effort to get it done um just quickly before we get to you straight because i, I just wanted to uh talk to you straight just quickly because you had um an update on what you spoke about last week on the podcast and i just want to close this off but um zulu the the i just want to comment from you about reviewers and the crunch that they have had to do to get this review done um in a, in a in one question do you think it's it's a fair ask to give a reviewer a key a week out before embargo lifts of a game this size and go review it and give it its dues it's a tough call because i've i honestly think two weeks would have been better and, and just as a little you know behind the curtains magic for everybody listening at home normally the review periods are a lot longer two weeks is pretty standard and for something big it can be as long as a month like i'm pretty sure i had red dead 2 and uh death stranding like a month before they came out a month or three weeks it was a long time and there was plenty of time to play the game at like a normal rate the way a normal person would play it and finish it and digest and then go back and check out a few other things so this was certainly rushed Look, personally, I mean, look, I enjoyed the game so much I would have been playing it probably that much anyway. So I, I, I was, and because I started a couple of days earlier than some of the other people from what I can gather, I didn't have that insane pressure to basically get a code on Saturday night and have to have the whole game review ready to rock at 3 a.m. on Tuesday. Mm. Yeah. But certainly, I, I, another week would have given me the time to play the game at a more leisurely pace and explore a few things and go, do my conversation choices matter? Does being a dick to this person have consequences later on? Does completing the side quest chain give me a different ending? You know, th those are the sort of questions it would answer. But certainly, I, I didn't. I felt the core experience I got out of the game wasn't necessary. I mean, it was compromised a little bit, but it wasn't you know hull integrity compromised from having to to, to power through to get to the end of the hurry. Unreal. Thank you, Zulu. GameOnOz.com, if you want to go and check out the review, it is epic. Uh, straight. Round this out for us, mate. Close this this little topic off about uh, um, the stuff that you brought last week. Yeah. So, quick recap. Last week, I mentioned that um, there was a bit of an uproar in the Super Smother, Super Brothers. Now, when my tongue starts working again, Super Smash Brothers Melee competitive scene. Jesus, why was that so hard to get out? Um, so... Nearly still has a really big competitive scene um, and it seems to exist in spite of Nintendo. Um, but this year, of course, with COVID and everything, they were trying to take everything online. Um, 
And it all came to a head because they were trying to organize an online melee tournament on a console that didn't have online and using a mod called Slippy, which had to do some emulation of the game. And Nintendo's gone, no, 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 you can't do that. Here's a cease and desist. Stop your, um, stop your tournament. So now it's spilled over to last weekend. There was a Splatoon 2 tournament, um, North American Open, big, huge Splatoon 2 uh, tournament that... I, I was trying to work out if it got cancelled or if the broadcast of it just got cancelled because 30% of the top teams had named their team something, some uh, version of free merely. And I noticed, it had, I noticed it you adopted that hashtag on your Twitter as well. I did. I did. I just... I've said it before, but I simultaneously love and hate Nintendo and they just seem to exist in this bubble where that's okay. Like, the stuff that they do will just wreck other things and like and it's just crazy and then but we'll play that play their games like the same day i found out this i just finished hyrule warriors and i absolutely adored that game and it was a just a rather palpable reminder of me because nintendo can do this really great thing and this really shitty thing all at the same time mm. It's um, it's wild. It's something that they really need to fix. And they've, I, mm-hmm. I said this. Um, I was at a, I was at XRWA, which is a virtual reality conference, and I was um, part of a panel with Champ Chong. Um, and this question around tournaments and um, titles and stuff came up, and and that actually came up. That was a discussion point around um, Nintendo and how they should just, just mm-hmm. stop mucking around with it and just acknowledge the fact that. Super Smash Brothers is an eSport. Um, but anyway, like you say, mate, and I think you sum it up best, you love and hate Nintendo mm-hmm. in every yeah. sense of the word. Um, hey, just quickly, and it's on the screens, but I'll explain what this is for those of you listening to the podcast. Um, Scott Paulson, who's one of the members of our God Mode group, has just posted up a picture, uh, and it's a picture of an Xbox Series X um, sitting in a trolley. And it says, walked into JB Mandra and was asked if I wanted to grab their last Series X. And to think my daughter just ran in to look at the TVs. Incredible. Crazy. Um, I got Absolutely one incredible. quick thing as well. Um, sure, mate. Just just small thing. Um, those of you who are active on God Mode... Yeah, God Mode. Jesus, my turn. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> those of you active on God Mode will have noticed I put up a poll today. Um, just regarding how we're doing tournaments next year, we've got a big calendar already planned and stretched out, so it's going to be absolutely massive and probably one of the best years you've ever seen. But we need your help. If you could jump in there, chuck in a game that you'd like to see as a small community game on a particular weekend, uh, do so. Just throw any game up there. No game's a stupid suggestion. Just post it. Um, you have until the end of the week where we will then take the most announced slash voted for games and we will put them up for a voting poll of those selected and then the highest of those selected will go into the remaining spots that we have left for the year for small community matches. We have four, maybe five, depending on timing, uh, for small community match games left over, so we're looking for five games, four, maybe five, around that number, so get on it. Go nuts. Do your thing. Rock and roll. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, ripping podcasts as always. For those of you that are listening or watching, don't forget to check into GameOnOz.com 
and across our social media every afternoon at 5 o'clock Australian with the standard time that's 8 in the east and somewhere in between if you're somewhere in between um, you will see the brand reveals it's day number 9 Bethesda and Fall Guys game uh, were released as the brand reveals for today there's still 3 more brand reveals 10, 11 and 12 to come and then from December 13 we actually start announcing the prizes associated and we open entries so gameonoz.com Get there, check it out, make sure you're ready and you cross everything because uh, it is going to be absolutely wild. Guys, have a great weekend in games. Um, Happy Cyberpunk 2077 Eve, unless you're Zorlo because you've already got it and have pumped 65 hours into it, you lucky bum. Uh, Have a great weekend in gaming and as we always say... Don't forget forget to save. save. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, on three. One, two, three. Don't, Don't forget, forget to save. save. Yeah, that's close enough. That'll do. <laughs> Auto save doesn't count. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye. Bangers is up next.